Um, I don't know about doing any like big intros today about like oh what we're gonna do and things. Welcome we to the weekly quacker number fifteen. Was it <laughs> was it number fifteen? I have literally no idea, but I love the fact I love your enthusiasm. Straight onto the subject. <laughs> Straight onto the subject. Yeah, let's not waste any subject. time. Yeah. No, no time wasted here. Okay, Niels. Um, very recently, Zack Snyder's Justice League came out. Who doesn't know about this in the world? Everybody knows. Yeah, it's been so we're not going to try and tell you the story behind months it. Months and years, and if we finally got it, I've I haven't realized that it's been four years until the original uh, before the original Justice League movie came out. It was 2017. That can't be right. That is, is it. Absolute insanity when you think about it. Four years. But yeah, but we're not going to talk. We're going to talk a little bit about the original Justice League later. First of all, I just want to get out of the way. That side is Justice League. The title of this of the podcast is going to be That Side is Justice League: The Beginning or the End. We're going to get to that later as well. But that side is Justice League, Niels. Yes or no? Yes, absolutely. Yes, I enjoyed it very much. Do have some gripes, but all in all, it's a, it's a definite yes. Well, we'll get to those gripes later. And for me, absolute yes as well. I didn't... I, I'm going to be totally honest. I did go in wanting to like this movie. I'm not going to hide that. I really, really wanted to like it. That said, that said, I saw a few bits that I was like, oh, maybe not. Maybe not for that for me. However, absolute yes as well, as well. So now we've got that out of the way that we both liked the movie. I don't think, by the way, before we go on mm-hmm. to the next subject, I don't think that's just me and you. I think that's the general consensus of everybody, which is surprising. I have not had a look at like, the Rotten Tomato scores. Let's let's see. Justice, Justice wait, League. I'm, I, you tell me, because I, I remember what it was currently, but I'm not going to ruin it for you, and then you can tell me All what right. it is as well. 2021. I fucked that up. All right, so I'm at... Uh, yeah, you got to Google. You got to search. Yeah. IMDb, it's at uh, 8.3 stars out of 10. Damn, pretty good. That is actually pretty, pretty good, good, actually. Yeah, for IMDb, I don't see. Yeah, that's pretty strong. Score. It's around ninety-two percent for um fans. All right. So yeah, no, it's 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 great. I'd say an eight out of ten, or this is like a four out of five, uh, in, in a rating. Does actually really represent, uh, actually quite accurately represent, uh, my view of the movie as well. It's like it's not a perfect movie by any yeah, stretch, I- but it's a really really good movie. I actually completely agree. I, I don't think by any stretch is it a perfect movie, but I think when you take into account everything that went into it, it's it's a very, very good movie. And, and, and not we'll just that. And we'll move on to our second it, point. It's when you, when you have a movie that is f- over four hours long and you don't feel like it is four hours long. I think that alone is a sign of a movie that is well made and well paced. I think that is actually a very good point that people aren't, like talking about enough this is 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 a four-hour movie and i watched it and i'll i'll give you i'll give, be honest there were a few bits that i was like mm, i could see why maybe some especially a production company that wants to turn over money is saying oh could you knock it down a little bit but i'm also on the other hand i see the director's vision of being like well there was a lot of stuff you couldn't cut out of this movie and we'll get so to get on to our second point of this is exactly why i'm bringing up this comparison yeah. between the theatrical cut and this cut the ca- there were full characters that were cut out of that theatrical cut. Absolutely. Like, 
and there were there were not I'm, only a few characters cut out from the theatrical cut, and and the whole characters including included in the theatrical cut that did not make it into the Snyder cut, rightfully so. If you remember this Russian family that still lived in this Chernobyl town, whatever that they had to save for whatever reason, uh, that whole that, section that insane. gone. That whole section that was like, so. It was so pointless, though. It was so pointless. When you were watching the other cut, it was so... Like, I remember watching it in theaters and thinking, like, why is this in here? Because it wasn't adding anything. But very... Ob very that That's going to lead back in. I'll come back to it. That that actually replaced one of my favorite scenes from this movie. Yeah. It, it, it was clearly there for a purpose. But in comparison to... Just, let's just say in comparison to theatrical cut, I remember... I went into the cut. Ah, it was tough because I was hoping it would be good, so I kind of came away with that blind. Oh, it wasn't that bad. What if, you you came out of the theatrical cut being like, "This is garbage." <laughs> I remember. I, I don't remember at all. Like four years ago, I didn't really enjoy it. I think there was a lot of cheesy lines, and it's a remnant of its time. Marvel really, really picked it up at this point, and the Guardians of the Galaxy influence was in every single superhero movie. And they just oh, yeah. tried to force that into Justice League as well. You can see it in the color grading. You can see it in the humor that has that they tried to per, uh, to, to bring around with with Justice League. Uh, it just tried to be Marvel and failed miserably at that. Worse enough, and that's why it did, really didn't resonate with me at all the first time I saw it. Well, I also think the part that didn't resonate with me, which was, again, I remember liking it. It was a nice night out, I remember. But I remember the problem was going into that film, you didn't have any of the information behind it, really. At the time, it was Joss Whedon had come in to save this movie. Because if you remember, everyone was saying Zack Snyder had chosen Joss Whedon. Everyone was saying it was his choice. He had to step away for obvious reasons. And... Joss Whedon came in. So I was a bit on the hand of, oh, that's kind of cool. Joss Whedon's coming in to finish his vision. Yeah. And then sl slowly it was Joss Whedon took a few liberties by placing this, this, because the studio wanted it. And I was a bit like, oh, well, Zack Snyder probably would have had to have put that stuff in because the studio wanted it. I didn't realize that he's quite, he really stands his ground, which is good to hear. Absolutely. But uh, Zack Snyder has his vision and he will, for what uh, Cost is what his wall is, is what we would say in German. It's like at any cost, he will put his vision into a movie, which is always great. This, this trilogy proves that he knows what he's doing with this franchise. I just kicked my microphone there. I hope that no one can hear it. Yeah, well, the, <laughs> that, that's, that's the exact point I actually think is the difference is people, let's be honest, they crapped all over Batman v Superman. But I'm going to later on tell you about why this movie makes Batman v Superman a better movie. And this original theatrical cut in comparison is just not it's just not the movie it's just i don't know how they're going to continue with that one being canon because it's just it's a mess i will I, i'm going to say it now i probably will never ever go back to watch the theatrical cut of justice League. there is I, no I just reason to see a point no it. there's there's no reason to it's just a waste of time really and it's yeah as as you said i I don't remember, but uh, it makes sense for me to go out of this movie of the 2017 release being like, no, this is this is not worth my time. I'd much rather, much rather see the, this four-hour movie 
in its completion, sitting down with popcorn and everything, wasting four hours of my day watching this movie again, which I will when I'm back home and have my uh, my projector and my, my sound system around me, not just a TV with headphones, which I think will be a completely different experience all in all. But I'd, I'd rather watch this four-hour movie twice again uh, than once the 2017 release of Justice League. It is beyond me. It's now seeing the complete vision of what it can be, what it should have been, and what it what it could have been. Uh, and some of those choices that they made in 2017 just don't make sense if you see what what they had. Oh, they're baffling. They had the idea. They had Agreed. they had the ideas. They had the storyboard. They had the director that could tell them what's going on. They had everything to make it as good as it is now. And I think everybody agrees, like most of people agree, that this movie is not just good or better from what it uh, what it used to be. Like this is not just an upgrade from 2017, but a good movie in general. Like on a standalone scale, it still holds up. And it's just so. so are there any strange? Are there- yeah. Are there any are there any moments for you from the 2017 one that you'd say, oh yeah, I would have kept that? 2017 is was apparently such a forgettable forgettable movie to me that uh, I don't really remember. One thing that I do remember, though, is that Aquaman was more loose. Like he had more. I didn't ye- like him in the 2017. but that is what yeah, Aquaman was... was a year later in 2018 in Aquaman the movie. That- like he's a bit quirky Again. and blah 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 and that's i don't know the character yeah, we're, yeah. we're gonna get we're gonna get to aquaman don't worry i mean i can see where you're about to go and i'm gonna cut you off before you jump down that rabbit hole because <laughs> we're gonna get to aquaman later with our dc dc rankings okay because yeah let's just say me and you both have our problems with aquaman we know this yes um, yes <laughs> i mean we know this we but, haven't had a podcast in years about that's movies. true yeah that's so true. We haven't had a podcast about movies, so hopefully people enjoy this. Um, it's not really, it's not really a big chat about uh, theatrical cut Justice League, in my opinion. One's better, one isn't. One is made by one director. One is made by a director for three quarters of the movie, and then they hired another director to come in, try and change it. I don't know what the hell he did to it, but it didn't work. Yeah, that's the obvious to me. Yeah. Um, so if we can. Yeah, I guess we could leave that out there. If anyone's watching this and you want to watch Justice League, watch the Zack Snyder one. There's no reason to watch the other one. It, there's no point. I'm, I'm just going to say it. Justice League 2017 uh, Mojo. What's Mojo? Box Office Mojo. There you go. Let's see if it was, an, uh, yeah. if it was a box office, box office success or not. Opening weekend, 100 million? Uh, no, it can't be. Domestically, just domestically. A gross a li- lifetime domestically, so American two hundred and thirty million, and four hundred twenty international million to make six hundred sixty million worldwide. So uh, it I did don't... succeed. It did succeed in what, what? it tried so to that, be. <laughs> you got to remember, it's three hundred million. Yeah, and then they say you double you double that for advertisement. They barely cut even. So they barely cut even. And okay, that's a good question then, just before we move on to actually deep diving into Zack Snyder's Justice League. So we're going to go into spoilers, by the way, after this. But um, yeah, do you think Zack Snyder's Justice League would have been a success then? Do you think it would have, do you reckon it would have been a success box office? I know we're not, we're not numbers people. I'm just going to ask though. Uh, no. In 
in the current in the current form that uh, that we see it now on, on HBO Max or on Sky, depending on where you are, I do not think that this movie would have done as well as Justice League twenty seventeen did. Because there because of time alone. Yeah, uh, it's just a wrong timing. Um, there was a lot of of free marketing and and just I don't know hype around this movie as well. It pushed it as far as it did now, but back then in twenty seventeen, it is a hard choice and a difficult pill to swallow and release a four-hour movie people would have been scared off and w still are if it would not if it's not a home release just not a lot of people are going to sit through a four-hour movie that's like avatar did that and not even you know even that was hard <laughs> of course it's do, do you not the most uh the most successful movie in the world again after they re-released it in china but a four-hour movie is not not I actually something that brings money. I agree. I agree with you completely. But do you think maybe it's also part of the problem with the four-hour one? Isn't necessarily Zack Snyder's fault in his vision. It's the fact that Warner Brothers had said to him, you're going to make three movies and then lead up to our version of the Avengers with six characters. Could do you be. also think that's part of it? Like, of, he, you got to give it to him. There's no way you can do that without time. Yes, absolutely. And I think it took the perfect amount of time. You mentioned that there are a couple of stretches. Uh, I have to, full transparency, I did not sit down and watch the movie. I did a bit of working next to it and, and work worked out because I just, at this point in time, I do not have four hours in my day that I can just watch a movie, sadly. So I didn't feel those stretches, which means I was I was really into all of those characters. I felt the motivation. They were quite clearly developed in my eyes, and I I felt a connection to every single one of these characters, except for Batman. I'm, I have an issue with Batman, the, the, with Batfleck in, in particular. I, well, I, I'm aware of this. So that, so then, yeah, we'll just jump straight into... We, we've spoken a little bit about production and and uh, theatrical cut of Justice League. We'll just jump in straight into this movie now. Um, yeah, I, I, so straight off the bat, I loved it. I, I mean, we both said we've loved it, but start to finish, I think it started better. I cannot believe they chose to cut out that Superman scene from the start. It made so much sense. I was a bit disappointed that there was no uh, funeral. I I, I don't know. I, I, he died at the beginning and there should have been some sort of a funeral. The 2017 opened with a funeral and I think just a hint of that would have been great. I don't know. I agree. agree. Agreed it had a funeral, but didn't we also kind of get the funeral about in Batman v Superman? Yes, we did. At the end? Yes, we did. But so, in, a, in a perfect I, world, there are like five years between those movies. <laughs> I, in I, a perfect world. I in, forgot, in world, I forgot that I Superman agree. died, I think. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. The Doomsday. Oh, yeah. That's, that, that, that was going on. The first scene, and I, did you, I, did not, I did not remember. I did not remember a single thing about Justice League 2017. I didn't know what happened. I forgot everything. It's like I've watched this movie in its completion for the first time ever. I knew that. Yeah, it's true. I knew that there was a power plant and and those boxes. No, the boxes I didn't remember. That is a lie. But I know that the power plant and something to bring together, and cool Batmobile in Chernobyl. That's uh everything that I knew about and remember about the movie. Everything else. Was I? Oh yeah, that happened. Oh yes, that happened. Oh, 
yeah, now I remember this happened. But uh, if you would have asked me like a week ago, Nils, can you quickly summarize the movie Justice League for me? I, I couldn't. I couldn't. So that's why so, I, so I that's why I that's why I say, oh, you know, a bit of a funeral wouldn't have, you know, wouldn't have hurt anybody. Like you know, a minute more or less. What's that in four hours? Yeah. So I have torn. I have torn, torn opinions on that one. So, I like. I, lo- I love this new intro. I think this new intro is the better one for me. I think it makes complete sense. I also love the. I really enjoyed the actual. Uh, not the little weird Superman podcast bit at the start. That was just weird. But the the musical <laughs> yeah. intro to the other one. I also really loved. And I think Joss Whedon did a very good job of it. I'm, I'm willing to hold my hands up and say yeah, that was good. That said, that musical intro to the other one felt very much like Joss Whedon doing his best impression of Zack Snyder. <laughs> so, like, if I remember right, I remember watching it in the theaters and being like, oh, that's definitely Zack Snyder, like, that did this. Because it, it's very, very Zack Snyder. It, it really is. You can't deny it. Yes. Putting so, seemingly out-of-place music. We've had this in this Justice League as well. If you remember the first Flash scene where the car crash happened yeah. with this girl and there was a m- music playing that is so out-of-place but I watched it and and when I heard it I'm like that doesn't that doesn't fit, but it's it's I know it's intentional and it makes it work yeah it make it just makes it work yeah. Well, that that's what that's one thing I think is. I'd say different is 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 great about this movie is, there is a stamp of approval on it from Zack Snyder when you watch it and it, it love it or hate it when a director has a stamp of approval on their film, you get this feeling of. Ah, oh, this this was wanted. This was wanted, and this was what was intended, which is perfect when you watch a film, and it always makes it better. But the thing I love the most about this movie is everyone crapped all over Batman vs Superman. It's too dark. It's too this. It's too that. Zack Snyder listened. It's very obvious he listened, and I think that should be appreciated. I don't think people are talking about it enough. This film has a much lighter tone, and he's done it much better than they tried to do he's slowly made it lighter and he's thrown it thrown in a few jokes and he's made everyone just seem a bit more down to earth but not too as opposed but to not what they too did before. yeah it's it's lighter hearted but it's yeah, not guardians exactly. of the galaxy it still keeps it's dc is the darker marvel if you want to put it that way dc exactly. always has always been a bit grim a bit more brutal or dark if, whatever you want to call it yeah and that's just its essence I I liked it in Dark um, Batman versus Superman. I just love those dark and uneasy vibes that it's giving off. I've had no problem yeah. with Justice League being a bit lighthearted, but I would have definitely had a problem if it would have been comical like four years ago. That they, they tried to be Agreed. funny and comical. That's what? out of the character, That's out of their element. Agreed. That's what's interesting to me is that they took characters that realistically they should know, and they probably do. I'm not going to say it. They, re- they realistically they know these characters way better than me and you, uh, you and I. Sorry. And I have read comic books. Uh, you've watched a lot of comic book TV, and you know from watching videos and things about these characters. But there are certain f- moments in this film, for example, like when Flash looks up and he says, "Oh, that's your symbol to the Bat symbol." For me, in the Zack Snyder cut, that that worked. It worked. However, in the theatrical cut, it didn't work because there were too many jokes pre, like pre that scene, because they'd done so many jokes that that was a bit like, oh, yeah. you pushed me over the edge. It, it there. feels a bit slapstick. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So 
Yeah, straight off the bat, appreciations for like you got to appreciate Zack Snyder. He really he listened to people, so I think some people got to hold their hands up there. You were asking about scenes that I thought dragged. Okay, so let's get this straight. I actually really like these scenes myself, but I'm looking at them in the point of view of yeah, you could cut some time off this movie quite easily. It's it's not it's there to be cut. Yeah. For example, the singing when Aquaman. Uh, walked away and the woman picked up his jumper and she started <laughs> yeah, singing. She, uh, I actually she really liked it. Got off I liked sniffing it. on his uh, on his pullover, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I was like, okay, he, he's in some... These people are kind of being weird and cultish around him. I thought like, yeah, that would happen around superheroes. That's kind of interesting. Like, I like the idea and it per- works perfectly in a director's cut, an extended edition. It does, it does. So I was, I was like, okay, good. But I can understand how a production team would look at it and be like, yeah, we don't need that. Just, just cut that out. That's fine. My like, my initial the, my initial thought watching this scene when she, was was really I had a problem with her picking up and sniffing that pullover of his because I thought you know it's cool and everybody's giving him tribute because of course he saves the people and that's fine and that's cool, but is nobody even gonna you know look at her weird for sniffing his stuff because he's she's and you know ob- it smells like fish yeah but she's obviously not you know in, you know in in a relation with him. And, and no, so is none of those attendees as well. So why why is it okay <laughs> for her to sniff on his stuff in front of everyone else? And everybody's like, yeah, that's what that's what she does. That's what she does it every time. I, uh, that took me a bit out. But I like those this kind of stuff. This singing. It's for me. It's world building and just making sure that I'm engulfed into this. And it gave up gave off a lot of of vibes and. And just this cult, not cultish. I don't want to say it's cultish, but it just dragged me in, into well, this world a bit more. Well, so this is the example I would use: is people always refer to Star Wars or the old Star Wars, maybe not the new ones. Um, the old Star Wars movies always used to be referred to as a space opera. Yeah. Well, I would say Marvel makes superhero movies, but this was a superhero. This was an operatic superhero movie. This was grand and it was over the top but also engaged the audience very well with these quite human-feeling characters sometimes. Yeah. And I think that was that's the biggest compliment you can pay it, is everything set up perfectly. From the start to finish, I never said, oh, that shouldn't be there. Like, that that, that, that doesn't make any sense. There, were... there was nothing pointless in there. Everything yeah. drove the story, or dro- either drove the story, or drove the character, or drove the world. And it's it's not like a Russian family that needs to be solved. That it's just there for not just comic relief, but building stakes where there shouldn't be any stakes. Because you know, saving this family, uh, you know, uh, there are stakes in saving that dumbass family. But right next to this family, the whole world and galaxy is gonna burn down. So fuck them. Yeah, but that, that's the also, that's the also other thing. Also, the other thing I feel is. To me, that that would be something that, like, in a Marvel movie, they'd be like, we have to save this family because those characters are very much like, we save everybody. But to me, DC heroes are quite pragmatic. They're quite, like, "Mm, one family for the rest of the world, all right. I know, that's just my opinion. (laughs) I I, I just feel like Batman is someone who weighs up the odds in his head and goes, nah, Flash, you should try and run around instead, and then maybe we can reverse time and save them. Don't just push them to the side because the world will blow up otherwise. I don't know, but I feel like... I, that that family was also, by the way, I did some research. That was injected so that people would have people to relate to. That's horrible. Which I, that's blows horrible. my mind yeah. 
because it because it's like first of all you had superheroes that people could relate to really could relate to cyborg is such a relatable yeah. character and in in oh, in, in a typical story you're supposed to relate to either the the villain or the, the hero in your story you're not supposed to relate to side characters that are um, essentially damsels in distress for half an hour in your two-hour movie oh my god yeah i know <laughs> it's so true though it's so it's so true like i also how are you how do you expect me okay try and make me to relate to batman who i've just watched a three-hour movie of in batman v superman who's killed superman and then try and make me relate to him on his grief and how he feels about what he's done which they do in this movie but in that movie they're like mm, batman's kind of funny now and then they're like oh but here's this russian family that you can really relate to because they're being attacked by parademons it's like no just stick with your characters you've got such good characters already so let's just talk about characters i guess yeah favorite character of the movie not, not favorite character i wanted to stick on to those parademons because uh i i didn't like them in 2017 and i still don't like them here not that they're, they're, they're just bad enemies mm -hmm. they're not but it lacks a variety you know when you when you have a war movie well, there's just there's just there are people with guns and there are maybe mortars and there are pilots you have your enemies are diverse <laughs> you know in a king kong movie you just don't just have a big ape you have dinosaurs and whatever but in this movie mm. you got big fucking boss Steven, steppenwolf and parademons and i was unsure about the hierarchy you know i know that steppenwolf commands those parademons but he does not but there are only parademons like is there not a para Agreed. parademon or a pre-demon something like that i, I would have something um, that's higher up. yeah i would have loved some more hierarchy because so, it's just a swarm you see the can be i don't know so what i remember in in um reading justice league comics was parademons are made from fallen soldiers or something like that Agreed, actually. Even when I used to read, um, even when reading comic books and watching animated movies, I've always felt that the, apart from like Desaad and Granny Goodness, the and Steppenwolf, I've always thought that the people Darkseid brings with him, like the Parademons, I've always been like, Parademons are kind of weak source. They're just flying bugs that are there for the Justice League to squat. Yeah, but it's it's so they agreed. they are a huge hurdle for some of them. Like they kill Amazonians by the dozen. But they cannot yeah, kill exactly. kill a single member of the Justice League, or you know, seriously hurt them. I don't know that the power difference but, is just too big for them. Some of those parademons seem to be like retarded in every sense of the word, and the <laughs> other ones are just gods in fighting. And I, you know, would have made sense that but you also, god parademons would have killed those Amazonians with their <laughs> the bows and arrows. I mean, it's so, sort of their fault. But do you uh, do you also yeah. think that's the point though? Is like the Justice League are just like even above the Amazonians, they're just gods, which I also think was done really well in this movie. The Justice League don't just feel like superheroes; they feel like literal gods, <laughs> like when they're fighting. It's like it's like no, I don't think Marvel characters can beat up the Justice League. They are they they feel literally like entities from another world. Yeah, except for Batman. <laughs> but, <laughs> we we talked. We said that we're not. I don't know. I don't know if you should get into me and, and and my problem with Batman and how he really does not fit into this ensemble. Yeah, this ensemble, not just into that ensemble, but I've a specific problem with Ben Affleck as a Batman, and not even with Ben Affleck as a Batman because he's Ben Affleck is a superb Bruce Wayne, but he just looks so freaking dumb in his costume, and it's just so uncomfortable to watch him as Batman. I see. I love he's just a chubby. I, I love his Batman costume. A chubby ninja. I love it. <laughs> 
He's not chubby though. He's not chubby. I don't think. I, I know you think he's chubby, and I'm sure people are gonna hate you for this. By the way, he he's not chubby. First of all, he's he's a much older Batman, and for his age, he's in great shape. Yeah, of course, of but course. But do you remember from the first there, Wolverine <laughs> when Wolverine came back to this super strong man, and it was just fat and in a boxing ring? That feels. Ah, oh, no way, no way. You're gonna tell Batman me that. that no way, you're gonna tell he just, me that. He just he can't move in it. He can't fight in it. All he does is. Shooting guns that look five times too small for his posture. <laughs> but that's what I love. It, 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 for me, it just, I, I think that one is Zack Snyder being, I don't know, you, you have, probably haven't read any of the Frank Miller comic books, but that is Zack Snyder in love with that drawing of Batman. And I totally get it because I am too. It's this Batman that is almost hunched over because he's so big and so barrelly. And Ben Affleck fits that bill perfectly. And a lot of people love it. A lot of people hate it. I personally hate Christian Bale as Batman. We've had this discussion yeah, before. Had this I'm not going to get into it because yeah. it's a different movie. Yes. And if people want me to get into it, they can ask. But but what you were saying about Batman, I have got a point. In this movie, there's a great scene when they bring Superman back. And I absolutely loved it. In Like people were saying online, well, why didn't Batman get out of there? Oh my God, this is so stupid. First of all, it's Superman. He could just catch up and put his arm straight for his chest but <laughs> there is a great in the, the theatrical cut it just seems like the justice league are fighting superman because he's gone crazy but in this cut they are stopping superman from getting to batman because they're like yeah he will kill him yeah he's too strong batman can't fight him he's got no suits like he did about be superman he didn't come prepared and then there's an even better scene when Bat superman gets to batman because first of all superman doesn't say the stupid line of do you bleed in this one? <laughs> he doesn't quote Batman because it only works when Batman says that. And he he literally goes up in the air and his eyes go red. And Batman says one of my favorite lines of the movie, which he looks up and he says, Clark, no. Because he has come to terms with the fact that I'm probably about to be turned into a skeleton. <laughs> yeah, this is my demise. <laughs> And it, it, it no, but it was like it was honestly like it also look, just look he didn't so say it with that funny. much fear. If you look at this scene; it's just like all of the gods fighting, and in the background is just a fat Batman at the end of a pool being scared with his tiny ass gun. It just looks so ridiculous. But did you don't did watch you this movie again and tell me it looks not ridiculous? I don't think it does. I don't think it does. I think it comes straight off the page for me anyway. <laughs> but I also like the fact that Batman had a device. Like in the, if you watch the um, theatrical cut, Superman literally laser beams him. Uh, no, Superman picks him up and he throws him into the car, which always said to me, which if Superman really wants to hurt him, he'd use his eyes because, first of all, yeah, he knows Batman will probably survive that because Batman is weirdly strong for some reason, like superhumanly strong, let's be honest. Yeah. And in this one, Superman goes straight for the straight with the laser vision, and Batman has a device pre-made in this movie because. Zack Snyder had been thinking ahead to what he was going to do. He has a little gauntlet, which, by the way, absorbs energy. Might I add, I think that was done before Black Panther, by the way. So hats off to them Yo, on the absorbing energy device. Absorbing energy is Wonder um, Woman, right? Isn't it? Like, are they even, uh, no, well, even concerned it in, in the movie? Like, oh, you should make him a yeah. whip next time. Uh, and it's like, because she... Oh, she does. She does make the reference. Because yeah, no. she does yeah. it. And I, which is also quite cool because clearly that gives you the idea that in Batman v Superman, Batman saw what she was doing and was like, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he took it, which is awesome. Yeah. I didn't actually notice that. Good good idea. Good um, shout, Niels, for seeing that and good point out. Um, 
yeah, that, that I, I thought that was really cool. I thought that whole segment where you saw the Justice League working, there was even funny moments where Aquaman pointed at Flash to you, like say what you did. But if we were talking about favorite characters, you you I've I've got to mention. I think Cyborg was so good in this movie. He was so good. I I I, lo- I loved his uh, football shot. Like that was c- oh, cinematic the jump. gold. Yeah, not just the jump, but the whole scene. Oh the, my god! The snow and it's all indoors. It's in a complete indoors. If you watch behind the footage, behind the wow. scenes, it's all indoors. Uh, just a uh, a couple of real people in in the crowd, but other than that, just green screen. It's amazing. That was one thing that I that well, I have I, not yeah. mentioned yet. Before I want to get into characters, but it's just the, the composition work itself that went into it. Of course, as, as someone who's uh, who's dealing a lot with three D and three D art and uh, a bit of special effects, I've I've viewed this kind of stuff with a different eye, and it, it goes beyond of oh, it just looks good, but having a bit of an understanding on, on how it's how it's done and how we could pull it off. It's such a immense source of inspiration and it just is pulled mm. off so well depending not depending but knowing the background and the crunch they had to do for this movie it, it is it is in- incredible and as with with the cyborg scene as well there wasn't a lot of special effects except for set extension but just the thought out composition and what kind of visual brilliance you have to have to be you have to have to envision such a shot direct such a shot and pull it off insane as insanely well as Zack Snyder and his crew did so there is hats off well, I, hats off well actually to say what you to, to add on to what you said I hear Zack Snyder actually very much like Michael Bay um even though I, I don't like Michael Bay movies that much but I've got to give hats off to him as well both of those directors I've heard a lot of people saying they are very hands-on with special effects and composition and everything that goes into any kind of you know huge shot in the movie they are very knowledgeable about what they're doing and i think that's quite impressive because you do i do i have heard stories of directors who just direct the movie and they just go to the special effects people this is what i want and then they leave but if you have the ability to say this is what i want can you do it this way this way and this way i think you're going to get a better scene every time and it kind of shows yeah because it is you can i've 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 had this with clients and and uh uh creative work if I, if I've if got a, if I have a client and they request a simple picture or a simple Photoshop and they tell me like, okay, mm-hmm. I have, uh, I have this task, make me a flyer, and that's it. And it's like make make me a flyer, and yeah, what, what color, what what kind of flyer for what, what's it for, what's target audience? So those are all questions that are left open and just extends the process of creating immensely. And in the end, in, yeah. in the end effect, I always say to to clients that I work with that the creative process is not like visiting a barber, where you go in and say I want to sort of look like this and point to a picture on the wall and then just have them let have a, have a go at you and in twenty five to thirty minutes you stand up dissatisfied but paying anyway and then the barber says do you like it yeah I like it but in, on the inside you think no they're grow- they're growing back it's not that bad that's not how a design process should be it's a constant ping pong and of course if you work with people who have worked with you before they know what you can do you know what they can do and you understand each other but in a film like that i i imagine that there has been a lot of ping ponging back and forth ideas and checking up hey we have this idea is this going into the right direction no it's not make it like this 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 perfect thank you thank you for helping us realizing your vision because it's 
it's uh, it's facilitating every step of the creative process. If you have someone who can clearly yes. and concisely state what he wants and what he does not want. And I think that Zack Snyder is exactly that, such a person. That's the point though, isn't it? The director is there. And this is this is why I get kind of annoyed when I see people online saying like, oh, Zack Snyder's movie, isn't this good or that good? The director is there at the end of the day to direct his movie. He is there to give his vision. So if you've hired a director and you have all these people online complaining that, I don't know, they don't like Zack Snyder movies, it doesn't matter. He was hired. His movie is there to be made. So he gets to make his movie. That's as simple, that's as, simple as it is. And you know what? It's pretty damn good again. And it's not just special effects. And it's not just, you know, all of the... It, yeah, a lot of these things are what make him a great director. But I think he understands characters really well. And I don't think people appreciate that enough about him. What do you think? Like, Cyborg... As I said before, he is the heart of the, like I I didn't want to like say it because everyone's saying it, but he is the heart of the movie, and he's got some great moments, like some fantastic moments. Yeah, he's one of what do you he's reckon? one of those characters that uh, was really done injustice by the Justice League movie in twenty seventeen. Oh right? god! So- yeah, don't get me started. Like he, they I I I said it on Reddit and people agreed with me. And it's really terrible to say because we shouldn't be in a world where this is the case. But he literally felt like he was in that original Justice League movie just to be the black guy. And I mean it. And I don't, I, it's so, so true. Like, you, you can't not acknowledge that. He gets, what, three scenes at the start of the movie where he's like, I don't want to join the League in the original one. Yeah. And then he joins the League and then he has fun joining the League. And then he goes back and sees his dad at the end. I think that that's the altogether what we get. We didn't get any backstory of this. And I mean tragic story that this character has been through in this movie. And also a really caring human in this movie. Like that oh, that scene where, where he's watching the woman after she's had that monologue from his father about all the things he can do. So I, I don't, why would you cut that scene? Wasn't it in the original? Was wasn't like, it not in a theatrical release? No, 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 wasn't wasn't there? Wasn't there? I don't nope. believe you. Why I don't, I don't believe that? you. Was not no, there? No, wasn't there? Wasn't there? Wasn't there? Was not there? And I no, Niels Cyborg's um, American football scene wasn't there. Cyborg's scene where he talked about where the bubble boxes wasn't there. The death of Cyborg's father wasn't there. No, no, no. That Literally, is bullshit. That is bullshit. He, I, of course he, of course he died. No, no. Now you're talking out of no. gas. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Because he's at the end of the movie of the theatrical cuts. He's there messing with Cyborg's armor so he can turn back into the more com- into a, a lighter looking version, in the in the theatrical cuts. <laughs> really? No, 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 no. I don't. I'm going to watch this movie tomorrow or today, maybe. I don't know. Watch I, I'm going to watch it. I promise you. I promise I, you. Yeah, just I promise 30 you. minutes ago, I said that I'm never going to watch this movie again, but I'm going to watch it just to spite you, just to tell you that you're wrong. Wait that. Should we should we just find out? No, we're already creeping up at 40 minutes here. We shouldn't just Okay. Okay, anyway. Oh, namely, Dr. Stone survived the theatrical cut, it says online. I had to search it, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyhow, these, these, the, I had to. The, 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 the point is, though, the Cotley scenes, he's probably the best character in the movie. And I, I just, 
it, it was hurtful as well because that actor did a really, really good job. He did like a fantastic job. And he probably had the best line of the movie for me, which was at the end when they were trying to separate the mother boxes and the mother boxes were trying to like fight him. And they said, come here, come to us. We can fix you, his parents. And he had the best line of the movie, which was, I'm not broken. And it was, Completing it was like, his arc. Yeah. They did an arc. Yeah, they completed the arc in that movie, which is, first of all, a hell of achievement. A hell of an achievement. Because they put him first ahead of The Flash because they knew The Flash was getting a movie. They didn't know Cyborg, they didn't know Cyborg was going to get a movie. And... I'll be honest, I've never seen like someone like Hawkeye, like he never had an arc in the first Avengers. I didn't he didn't get anything like that. This this was like a real this was essentially what I think people saw as a side character being shifted to the middle. And I would probably say in the next movie, oh I'd love to see more of Cyborg. I'd probably see prefer to see more of Cyborg than Wonder Woman actually, or Batman actually, because he's had quite a lot of screen time yeah, now. Please don't show please don't show any more Wonder Woman. <laughs> I can't bear all of this. In the background, every time, every you're time, one people, she, you're one of the people that didn't like it. No, from the first, I also even I, from the first movie when the first trailer of the first Wonder Woman movie hit, when she appeared on Batman vs Superman, I I told you then, and I still stand by it. Her song is the worst. You don't like her song? I think it's the worst. A lot of people love it's it. The like worst. I love. I like the song. But I also feel a lot of people were complaining about the humming in this movie when she fought. And I don't think it was the humming problem. I think it was the fact that the song was just, I think the song was just used too much. No. Her song was just used too much. I think it, once or twice it would have been fine. But it was every time she did something. And I agree with you. And I think in a world where he probably made that movie to go to theaters and he cut things out, I think that probably would have been changed. I think they would have said, it would have been test screenings and people would have said, mm, song is a bit too much. And they probably would have just reduced it. Which, again, I'd like to say, I think this movie would have probably been... Uh, people would disagree with me. I think this movie probably would have been even better if he'd probably had the chance to change things again after test screenings and stuff. Because that's what those are there who, for. They make movies better. Well, who said that he didn't have these test screenings? Only because it's a digital release doesn't mean that they didn't have eyes on them before they, they pushed the release button. Ag ag agreed. But I also get the feeling because of this release, they just said to him, go for it, stick everything you can, which probably led him to be like, eh, I'll just stick all the music in, which I'm totally there for as well. Yeah. Do you, do you know, like, I get the feeling, like, there were scenes of people walking around, which was just so obvious that it was just like, wouldn't have been in the theatrical cuts. But he was like, yeah, so what? I filmed an extra five seconds before they walk onto the actual, before they go into the scene. It, it, it fits into the movie. Let's just leave it there. You know, like, so, yeah. And to go on to the next character, did you like the Flash in this movie? For me, Flash was uh, one of the, the best characters. And he had a significant change over the theatrical cut as well. He was made oh, less awkward. Uh, and his mm. whole having a crush. Still awkward, by the way. Huh? Still awkward, yes, but, it, but yeah, not too yeah, awkward. Not also over the top. And his whole arc with having a crush on Wonder Woman wasn't really dead on your nose like in the creepy yeah in the justice league it wasn't movie. <laughs> so but mainly because i found uh i always thought you know flash can run fast and is fast that's kind of cool i guess but i ne never really cared about him i did in this movie uh because of 
how well thought out his power was actually and i never really looked at him and oh, i was so well done yeah and the visual representation on what he can do and what he is was just amazing when when a car crashed and he went into full speed mode and just bursts out of his shoes and it just looks amazing or there's scene big spoiler where he he runs faster than fucking light and uh runs back in time i was just blown yeah. away and the fact that the faster he runs the slower he moves it's always almost like he's swimming through time so cool it's just the detail uh that just is so amazing to me and it just looked what? cool and i enjoyed almost every scene that he was part of and it was he was in he was the part of the comic relief that was per you know proportionally seen a, a good amount it's not too much not too less it was there and it was there in the right amount and he just made sure it's not too dark and too gritty yeah, but that's what i think is like like you said like first of all his power is so much better in this movie than the last one he just ran faster the last one <laughs> yeah he was just like he, just, he was on a scene in a moment and then he was gone that was it so stupid and i'm just before we go on i only get one chance to say this that scene in the other movie where he runs with the car and then he looks up and superman is carrying the building has to be one of the most stupid scenes i've ever seen in my life in a movie because it's just like yeah it works on a page you should never have done it yeah why gonna get back on the flash why, of powers of this I, movie. I remember this scene but why was superman carrying a building because they just wanted to make something joyous and fun. And it was like, yeah, but in this world, Superman wouldn't have done that because he would have gone straight through the building picking it up that way. <laughs> it was like, there is some semblance of scientific ideas sometimes in these movies. Like, they, they don't break, they don't try and break everything that hard. And this, I'm talking about a movie where someone runs faster than light. So, but also to get onto Flash's powers, I loved the fact that in that scene where he ran backwards in time, it felt like, he can't do this all the time. It felt like he really can't do this all the time. It wasted him in terms of, like, he had a moment where he was like, I gotta do it, I gotta do it, I gotta do it, I gotta go fast. And then I to, he ran. I, I didn't know what happened after that. He ran back in time. He touched Cyborg. But what happened after that? Because in every yeah. single scene where he it, ran it, fast to anything, towards anything, like reviving Superman or giving a sword or anything, the moment he reached, he was wasted. Yeah, he was he was just gone flying through walls because he couldn't stop at this speed. What happened? To, that was so. What cool. happened to him after he ran faster than light? I didn't. You know, we only so we fact, only saw that uh, uh, Cyborg could separate those boxes, but we didn't see uh, Barry just flying through Russia. I don't know. Yeah. So what happened is, is he runs through the the space the space time continuum. I think he runs through. <laughs> like to reverse traverse time um and he's reversing time he he is literally you are seeing everything and go back which amazing shot by the way seeing superman's arm redevelop <laughs> over a skeleton yeah. so cool and he he cyber he actually has to get cyber back in time and has to touch him to give him enough power to go inside the mother boxes and is one of the best transitions I've seen in a long time in a movie where he touches Cyborg and the camera just goes through that little red lens on the front of Cyborg's head and it goes through his techno, like through the electronics inside his body. And then we see Victor Stone confronting these actual mother boxes, that, which turn that, into like, which metamorphize into yeah, witches. That, that environment where Victor, Victor stands on, by the way, 
when I watched it, even I was like, you could have put a bit of bob mapping on those floors. They just look like plain textures. Come on. <laughs> it's like, you, you. I think that was, that, that was clearly one of the ones that hadn't been yeah, finished. It's, yeah, it's, it's baffling to me because you just finished an amazing shot with a guy running backwards in time, which looked amazing. And then this simple environment shot that could have been done by an intern in a day was not finished. It's like, all right, all right. Do you, do you think do you think if this movie had been finished though fully, do you reckon it would have been up for some kind of visual effects award? If it if they'd had the actual time they committed obviously to finishing everything? Uh I don't think so because historically superhero movies are not getting nominated for any Academy Awards. Just uh Avengers Avengers no. just Suicide won an Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. Avengers <laughs> Avengers was nominated because it's they could not ignore it being the most profitable movie of all time for a brief amount of time. But typically superhero movies do not really get any uh any attention. Interesting. I feel like 2017 Interesting. Uh, there has to be a Transformer movie coming out at this year <laughs> taking away the Oscar again, I don't know, or some Disney yep. movie. Who knows? They always get it. So We've spoken about Wonder Woman. I feel like we don't need to speak about Wonder Woman. She's generally, apart from the music for you, I think she's pretty standout. She's pretty great in these movies. She's good, yeah. She's, she's Wonder Woman. Yeah, she's Wonder Woman. Batman, I love. You like, but you don't like his look. That's fine. Um, Flash, Cyborg, I think we've done so much justice in this movie. So briefly talk about Aquaman. Um, I think Aquaman's hard to do. <laughs> on screen i think he's really hard no yeah, i think, no, I think the, he is hard to do. Is How... difficult to pull off i think they it's very did a, difficult they did a great job with the source material they have me too <laughs> me too I, that's what i've got to say i think Zack snyder handles aquaman the best way he can <laughs> and i mean this is a huge compliment <laughs> without him having to make him aquaman if you know yeah. what i mean he, he he's and the one thing i will say is he made him way more human in this film, and I hated him in the theatrical cut. I couldn't stand his character. The fact that he was always like, "Oh, Wonder Woman, you're beautiful." Mm, oh yeah, like I, I hated forgot that. about I it. Yes, he was. He I was a fuckboy. Yes, he was absolutely, absolutely. That's the best description. And you then he use. said on, and then and he said on her, on her whip of truth, and they lasso, lasso of, of yeah, truth, you, and mumbled some shit. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, he was no, it's that line was. I remember it because in the theater I cringed. He was like, he sat on it, and again, I wasn't disliking this movie at this point. He sat on it, and he went. They were like, "So, what do you think?" After that, he was like, first of all, you're beautiful." <laughs> and he was like, "I know that. I know that Atlanteans and and Amazonians had a thing in the past, but that wasn't our generation." <laughs> and it was something along the lines of that. And I remember being like. Oh, please don't say this is going to be Aquaman in his movie, which, by the way, it was. Um, so Aquaman, fine. Superman I want to get to because, yeah, we've seen him in the past, but, oh, my God, he was good in this movie. He was so good. Uh, it's so, uh, so awesome. If you like, ever want to have briefly, this shot where, uh, when, you know, when he touches the ground before liftoff at the stones kind of oh, animate. So if you good. If you want to have the shot from you, just, you know, send me footage and I'll, I'll make it happen for you because it's it's a fairly... You know what? You know yeah, what? No. what? You know what? Should we should we do that to to go with this podcast afterwards because we discussed it? Should we show so that way if people say like in the in the comments like oh Neil someone rubber duck or whatever is is harsh on visual effects you could show like oh I can do some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we should make that. We should make it to have proof on the YouTube channel. Um, we could stream it. Awesome, Superman. Yep. The, yeah, we could actually. Best best line in the movie for me. Best 
representation of Superman for me is, I've seen a lot of people say this, so I'm not going to say it's my idea, and I agree with them on lots of different podcasts, but Zack Snyder understands that Superman's biggest fight isn't with other enemies, it's with himself in his head, and where he, and who he is, and where he is in this world, what his place is. No one can beat Superman. Let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah. And people will say, people will say, oh, but this character can be Superman because, you know, with this, this, this. He's an absolute god. But when you have someone who's trying to figure out their place in the world, then you have an idea. And then you have something to talk about. But the scene where Steppenwolf raised his axe and went to hit Cyborg and Superman flew in and it just went, ding! Not him. On his shoulder. And he looked at him and went, not impressed. I'm not impressed. <laughs> what a scene! Even my girlfriend was watching me, and she just went, "God, Superman!" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "I was like, you're damn right he is." <laughs> like, and you, you don't want so to replace Henry Cavill. I, 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 for the love of God, I, I, can, I cannot see anyone else playing Superman than him. And by the way, and by the, by the way, I'm all for um, having representation in movies. I think that's great, and there are characters that you can do it with perfectly. And if they had gone for it straight away with him, with Man of Steel, I would have been all for it. But the fact is, you've cast your best Superman. And it's amazing. You've cast a, a good Batman. I, I don't care if you want to change him. That's fine. You've got Robert Pattinson, who looks like he's going to be a good Batman. They're talking about doing a new Batman as well now. Um, they're making out this idea that comic books aren't... Inclusive, uh, aren't inclusive. There are lots of black superheroes. There is a Green Lantern that they had the option to use. One of the biggest members of the Justice League, a black Green Lantern that they could have used. <laughs> I mean, Zack Snyder has already said that 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 scientist Ryan Choi in Justice League that is the atom. Zack yeah. Snyder set up yeah. the atom, and he chose to use an Asian atom. So, yeah, there is representation. There is representation to be had. I think. This was more, and, I, and I'm all going to be fully supportive of whoever takes Superman. Um, I want these characters to do well, but I feel like it's going to be unnecessary backlash for whoever takes this role, and I think it's unfortunate. It is just a big, big standards to live up to. It's the same with, with James Bond. Mm. It's like, historically, it's always been a white British guy, and suddenly casting someone who is a, a person of color who undoubtedly has uh, acting skills like that's out of out of the question but it's just not character and i don't i don't feel well, like I, I i think james bond's i think james bond's easier though i think i think i think i agree with, i know what you're saying i think james bond also harsh on the actor but i think james bond i think james bond isn't so much with whoever you cast like is their ethnicity i think it's more you can't cast an american <laughs> you can cast an Australian because they got away with it with George Lazenby. <laughs> you can't cast an American and you can't... And that's a big point, though, is people will say, like, oh, why can't this person play James Bond? I'm a British person. I can say, yeah, I'd probably be like, well, we don't have a lot of characters, especially good guys. Do you really need to take that one character away as an American like, person? Try being an Austrian. Cast whoever you want. Try being from Austria. Yeah, okay. We've got I'll Christoph Waltz. I'll try it one He's time. never been a good character. <laughs> He's literally been a bad guy. He's literally been a Nazi. Um, Okay, we're got. Well, we that's true though. Well, that's most Austrian actors, to be fair. Even like the big German actors, Daniel Bruhl. I think he's isn't he the sniper in Inglorious Bastards? Yeah, or this. I think he is. 
Tim Tim Schweiger or something in in Tomb Raider is also the bad guy. It's oh god. Hard. Okay, <laughs> so what do we get? We got off topic. Way oh, off of topic. Of course, we like at fifty five um, minutes of my recording. We got we've got like three things left that we can kind of breeze right. through. Um, what would you like to see? If something happens, and do you think something will happen? Uh, as far as I know, it was already uh, it was meant to be a trilogy, the, like the Justice League trilogy, which is now not anymore. Yeah. I've I I heard uh, that in some interviews, Snyder said that this is this is what we get. We do not get any more uh, movies like this, and this is a shame because I would love to have seen this dysto- this uh, dystopian world that was teased. At at the end of the movie, like the last 20 minutes, his dream world, that would have been oh, awesome. Oh, we didn't, but I know for... We didn't get to talk yeah, about but it. but I... Go quick, quickly. What, what do you think of Batman and, and make, Joker? Make awesome. no I'm fucking just, mistake, it, I will kill you. No. <laughs> what a great line. Okay, okay, we're, we're off there. That, that was amazing, though. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 carry on, carry it's on. hard to know that we're not, gonna, we're not going to see a movie like that. There are other movies uh, that are planned to be released. It's but it's just not coming. We've got another Suicide Squad twenty twenty one and the Batman twenty twenty two. Yeah, I think it'll be good. I think it'll but be sadly, good. Sadly, I don't think I don't think that we're gonna see. Uh, I don't think that we're gonna see anything like this ever again, and it makes me a bit sad uh, to be honest. But it, it gives me hope to DC me... to to realize and see that. Who to go back to the roots and see who they are? They are not Marvel. They don't need to be Marvel. They don't. They need to yeah. be DC, and that's what people loved about them. But, and hopefully, they continue doing well, it. So, uh, first of all, actually, back to your point, I'm I'm going to come out and say I'm not sure on the one if I think it will happen because Zack Snyder has also stated that he would come back 100% if someone wanted him to. It's also the part for me is. Warner Brothers weren't going to release this. Their parent company, AT&T, were the ones that said, people want this, we're giving it to them. So, I think if enough viewers, if they get enough views on this, which, by the way, it's doing very well for viewing numbers on HBO Max, I don't think they'll get a movie. I think he might get a Justice League series with the entire cast he wants. And I would be all for it. I think it would even work better because you get the time. Stick to movies, get the same money. Don't give me series. Well, why not? Why? Okay, what about an eight? What about like another four-hour movie that went straight to HBO Max though? Same money going into it. I don't know. Same actors. No, stick to movies. I don't. I know you're a big, you're a fan of the big screen. I know that. I know that very much. And it it hurts for you to think of a film this good go into that. But if we get it, we get it, and I will take (sighs) it. See, I'm a huge fan of Star Wars. I didn't watch Mandalorian season two, and I couldn't care less. I'm a huge fan of of the Avengers, obviously. Didn't even watch a single episode of WandaVision, and I'm not going to watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier or whatever. It's just not happening. If it's not, a, if it's not a, we'll talk about if that it's next not a movie, then I'm not not going to see a podcast. Um. Okay. So fine. That's our opinions on if we think it'll happen. You you are pretty stern on you don't no, think don't it'll think. happen. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold up a little bit of hope because I want this to happen desperately. Um. I think he's a good filmmaker. I think he's a nice person. I think he probably deserves this after everything he's been through. So, um, yeah, I'll hold that little hope for Zack Snyder. So, we both want to see those movies, but yeah, I would love. What about the DC universe? I would, lo- I would love to see those movies. I'm just not 
I don't think that's going to happen, but I would love to see. Yeah. The DC Universe, Niels, where is it at now? We've we finished Zack Snyder's project where Ben Affleck is going to come back for The Flash and Michael Keaton is going to be in it. I'll I'll watch that for that craziness to see mm. what happens. I'm a bit concerned they're just going to do Ben Affleck dirty again and make him be a smiley Batman. But yeah, what have we got? We've got The Flash, The Suicide Squad. I think we'll be good, by the way, because it's James Gunn. I, I think... Um, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm a DC fanboy. I like Marvel movies. I think James Gunn's a good filmmaker. Um, who else have we got? We've got Black Adam. We've got Shazam. I very much enjoyed the first Shazam movie. Yeah, it was, movie. It was Again. fun. It was fun. So, we've got a lot of movies coming. We've got way more than that, by the way. I haven't got the slate up in front of me. Um, I can go through, we can go through a whole slate when we've got more time and we can talk about what we think will happen. Can I can I get a little ranking list okay. from you of your favorite DC, uh, DC okay. movies from so number far? one? I thought long and hard about this. Hear me out. Do not interrupt me. Number one, yeah, the Dracula. Number two, easily, or the close second one, <laughs> the Mummy. Number three, num- Niels. I said I said I said <laughs> DC. I said DCU. Not the not the not the, not the DU. Number three and four, and I've looked <laughs> it up. The they are universe. still from DC and Warner Bros. Red. The hit film Red with uh Will with this bald guy, what's it called? Rose Bruce Willis. Willis and Helen Mirren. <laughs> yes, Red. <laughs> One and two. Like they they're sharing number three. Oh god. <laughs> oh god, what is the what is this? Oh god, we jumped off to a we jumped off to a horrible list. But if we're gonna go for the Dooku, I'm gonna come out and say the Invisible Man <laughs> right away. Stand up movie. Straight back to DC. Straight back to DC. What have we got? What have we got? No. Cat, number, number Catwoman, do not 2004. Uh, oh God, don't don't get me started on Catwoman. No, okay, don't okay. So I am claws. I am a huge fan of the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy. Uh, if I if yeah, that, if that, I had to rank them, it would that's, be that's not DC Universe. Two, though. one, three. Of course, it's DC Universe. Okay, that says no. But DC Universe is a DC Cinematic Universe, isn't it? It's this universe we've just made. Uh, no, but it's fine. All right, all right. It, then, we, then, then go. Okay, then. Uh, I've gotta say that I really enjoyed Justice League. Ah, it's good. It's it's way up there. I don't know if I, I don't want to put numbers into it really. Um, so okay. let's say I would just put Justice League number one for right now until I think of some something mm-hmm. better because. No, really, the, the, the Christopher Nolan Batman's got it for me. I, I enjoyed Green Lantern, no matter what everybody says. I really enjoyed it, but it's not really? it's not as good as Justice League. Yes, I really did enjoy it. Um, okay. Man of Steel. I just see Man of Steel. Okay. Yeah, that's what, that's what this is. Okay. Do you want me to, do you want me to give you, do you, want me to yes, give you my list? Because I think yes, I know the please. DCU first. Okay, so DCU for me. Man of Steel's at the top. Absolutely fantastic movie. Brilliant. Everyone should see it. Um, the toss-up between Batman v Superman, the Ultimate Edition, and Justice League for me is quite tough, actually, because I really love Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition. I think it's a fantastic movie. I know people don't like it, but I think it's a great movie. I think it's even better with this movie now as well, because it really is a full story. So that could be a toss-up for third and second. They're up there. Followed by Shazam. Absolutely love Shazam. I think it's a fantastic movie. Really fun. I also think it fits in that universe. Whatever people say, it's a kid's movie and things. Yeah, it is. Just Ham's a childish character. It fits in that universe. It kind of works because it's got that grim look through the camera still. 
Shazam, followed by, what have we got? Oh, we're going into some of the ones I don't like as much. Wonder Woman, next. I do think it's a good movie. I think it was overhyped. I really like the Wonder Woman character. I think she's a fantastic character. I think she plays her really well as well. Um, yeah, this is where it gets tough for me. Um, Suicide Squad, no. Probably Wonder Woman 84, which I saw recently. I don't think it's a very good movie. This is a side of where I don't think they're very good, mm-hmm. okay? Wonder Woman 84 wasn't very good. I don't know if you've seen it, Niels, but the movie essentially finishes with people going, I renounce my wish. That can give you an idea of what kind of movie you're watching. <laughs> um, I'm not going to put the theatrical cut of Justice League in there. I think it's absolute garbage compared to this new one. Um, so we're going to go, we've got, what have we got left? We've got Birds of Prey, Suicide Jesus Squad, Christ. Aquaman. Oh, this is a, this is a toss up for some, for some bad movies. I'd probably say that Birds of Prey was the absolute no, Birds of Prey is probably better than Suicide Squad. <laughs> I hated Birds of Prey, though. <laughs> I hated Birds of Prey for the fact that it was all filmed in the daytime in Gotham. And it gave me a huge... I had a huge headache with the fact that Gotham went from looking like Gotham in Batman v Superman. And even in Suicide Squad, they made Gotham look right at the start. To it just went looking to looking like LA. And no one complained. Not one person said, why the hell does Gotham look like, a G- look like Los Santos in GTA? <laughs> yeah. No one said anything. And it, it was a huge problem for me. I think Birds of Prey is... I really didn't like that movie. I can't say enough. I think I really think Margot Robbie's a good Harley Quinn. And I think they had a hell of a lot of good actresses in that movie. And they had good actors too. Even though I don't like Hugh McGregor, he's a good actor. They really wasted everything in that movie. I think that could have been a good movie and they wasted everything. It was silly. They just had um, an agenda Suicide that they wanted Squad. to get through and this agenda just stood in the way of, of a good movie. It had a lot of potential, yeah. but they chose Agreed. not to use the potential but to to please the maximum amount of people which was ultimately a bad choice uh but you know in hindsight everybody can say that suicide squad is awful um that said i, will, I have I seen a lot never, of things on twitter never forget that you walked out of the cinema and it said it was a great i liked movie. it and I had, I had. I said, I said no, it was no, good. You, I you, said you it was said great. You I ranked it. during the movie. You said it was this good. <laughs> and, <laughs> I got kicked out of the movie theater. <laughs> and I had, I had to tell you off. It is on the internet. We can find the video where I talk to you and say, "Oh God, I was young, okay." <laughs> impressionable. I had you a rewatch. You saw Marco drop in you like, "Yo, I... that's the movie I like." <laughs> I wa- okay, okay. On, on rewatch, it's very bad. It's very bad. However, I I actually believe there is a good movie in there. Because I've also seen... Because I do like some scenes in that movie. I see that Will Smith was actually did quite a good performance of Deadshot. They just had stupid music playing over him all the time. <laughs> um, they also have David Ayer, who is a good director. He has directed good things. And I have seen on Twitter him saying that that wasn't his movie. Which is quite refreshing to hear. Because I liked David Ayer going into this movie. And he was like, yeah, this wasn't my movie. He had a film that fit in with Zack Snyder's tone because he, Zack Snyder apparently wanted David Ayer to make that movie. So, yeah, I don't know what the hell they did Suicide Squad. Everybody's thinking, oh my God, he's going to put Aquaman right at the bottom of the list. I'm not actually. I hate Aquaman, by the way. I'm going to insert it just above Birds of Prey <laughs> solely on the fact that I laughed a lot during Aquaman. That said... They weren't good laughs. laughs. They were not. They were laughs at an octopus playing drums. And 
I re I rewatched Aquaman clips by the way before I did this podcast to make sure I wasn't hating on this movie too so hard. So you I'm gonna were go back planning, you Aquaman. were planning on giving shit to Aquaman. I was planning on giving it a chat, a, a talk, a good talk, and everyone came away being like, Aquaman was so fun. It was so good. I loved it. Oh my god, it brings the DCU so much light. It's it's a life. Jason Momoa killed it. I think Jason Momoa is great by the way. He's an absolute. I hate him in Aquaman. He's such a bro, and he's so annoying. I don't even dislike Amber Heard in films. I know she's not meant to be a very nice person. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. But what the hell did they do to her hair in that movie? Why is it blood orange? What's going on? There's so many things I have a problem with, Niels. Why does the movie both look amazing and also look awful at that the same is, time? What did they DC do? For you? All the special effects look fake, but fit into the world in, 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 one, in one. It's just amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, all of it looks like crap, but, Zack but good as well. Look, but Zack Snyder's effects look good, but I and sometimes a bit iffy, but I can deal with them. I'm like, oh, Zack, that's Zack Snyder. I can deal with it, even in all his movies. It's like, that is what he does. However, Aquaman was like Power Rangers on steroids. It's so weird. And there's a line in that movie, which I, will live with me forever, which is, he goes to kill the crab, and the crab looks up at him and says, Do it, you sub-bellied slut. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> what did he just say to him? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you can jump into your list now. I'm sure you've heard mine. I don't know if you're going to agree with me on everything, but... Um, no, bottom. I can say bottom of the list for me is uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman... Okay. There's, there's a pile, you know, I've got a, movies that I can recommend and then there's a pile of movies that I just plain and simple did not enjoy. Yeah, just, just split them up, yeah. recommend. Yeah, just that's easy. That's easy. Oh, thank what you, you for splitting it up. It makes it a lot easier. So I would not recommend watching uh, yeah, Justice League theatrical release, uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad, the Wonder Woman movies. But the first one was fine up on, until the end, so... The first one I I'd, I'd I put it on yeah. the watch list. Yeah, it's it's it it lives on this edge rim world, so it's it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the Aquaman do not recommend. Uh, it's but it is it is on the brim. It's like I didn't I don't dislike it as much as you do, uh, because it's you know turn off your brain, grab some popcorn, and it's a fun it's a fun evening. But that's that that's my problem with Aquaman. Before you finish your list is. I don't think Zack Snyder movies and his universe that he set up were turn off your brain movies. And they made, they turned his universe into turn off your brain. And it made me angry when I watched that movie. It was like, you took this character that was, that, and now watching Zack Snyder's Justice League, it works when you watch the Justice League theatrical cut to go to that Aquaman. But when you watch Zack Snyder's Justice League, you couldn't watch that Aquaman. You couldn't watch Aquaman after that and be like, oh, that's the same guy. That's, that's absolutely correct. That is absolutely correct. Yeah, so carry on. Um, what else do we have? Birds of I spent, I spent way, so much way. money on this movie. Ugh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Oh no, go away. Don't, don't ever name that. No, it's just definitely on the do not watch list. Ugh. Yep. I. It's it's it's. By the way, it, let's not just say we don't hate women in movies before <laughs> we say this. I just don't like that. I, I I think Wonder Woman is fantastic in every other movie, and I think she's fantastic in the first Wonder Woman. Birds of Prey just doesn't work for a lot of different reasons for me. Mainly not for the people in the movie. It's mainly for just the way the movie is made. It's just the movie. Yeah. So yeah, 
I don't know what it is for you, Niels, but probably the women for you because you hate yeah, women. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm gay. That's that's probably <laughs> it's full moon again. For a disclaimer, I'm I'm not gay, but uh, it's not. He was making a TikTok, TikTok joke. joke yeah. Uh, um, what else do we have? I already forgot. I, I really want to put the, the Batman movies in there. I like. Put your okay. Let's just do your favorite. Do your favorite DC movies then. So, Red with the with the hit film. <laughs> oh my god! I hate so much. It's is it the award winning movie Gamers starring yeah. Jared Butler? No, but it's the award winning movie starring Bruce Willis. Uh. <laughs> no, I think uh, I'm done. No, we can, we can, we can oh end God. it right there. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. That was great. Right I loved every moment of it. <laughs> have, have a, have a, have a great, great day, evening, morning, night, whatever you're doing. Who's listening to this and got the whole way through it? Catch us on our production channel. Niels is the one that does the effects and all the intros. I do the ideas and the talking. Yeah. Um. Where can they catch you otherwise? You know, otherwise? No, that's not right. Where they can where can they catch you in like different places? You just uploading to your YouTube channel? I'm not uploading to my YouTube channel, but I am starting to upload NFTs, so if you want to buy my art, please do. Nice, okay. Uh where can they find that? OpenSea. Moldrop it's Moldrobaduck. So it's cool. on OpenSea.io, Moldrobaduck. So please buy it. Make me make me rich. Drop a link in. Make me rich. There'll be a link yeah, in the description okay. for Modern Reduct there. Um, yeah, you can catch me on either either here, where we'll try and produce more podcasts. Um, I'm also twitching every week on the stream. Sure, there'll be a link there and some kind of Discord link for me. You can speak to both of us there, actually, because uh, Modern Reduct is obviously there in the stream chat most of the time. So And I play with him anyway. So that's where you can see us. If you want to see us play games, you can ask us questions on if we can do a podcast on a specific movie. All that great stuff. And you can also do it in the comments. Um, that was great, Daniel. So it was nice to get back to you. And uh, thank you for joining me and doing this nah, podcast. Uh, you know, you know me. Uh, every time, uh, always, always available. Never out of time. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm uh, always available and stuff. Oh, the yeah, the man. perfect man. Absolutely. Have perfect you seen man. my dick? Yeah, always, always available, available, but never when you <laughs> <laughs> never when you need him to be. Did you? Did you open? Do you open with every time you beat someone? Like, have you seen my dick? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not, but I am interested. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> all, right, all right. Okay. Quack quack. 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 Uh.